This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The, um, the, we're holding here in the Pasuk Anastas, Hashem Al-Kainu, So there's sort of a, um, the Pasuk is telling us there are, there are two types of events that transpire in the world. There's the Staros and Niglois. Hanisteros. So Rebbe explains what's... The Pasuk is, in the broad strokes, the Pasuk is telling us that Nister is Shaykh Tashem and Nigla is Shaykh to us now, children. What are Nister, what's Nigla? Um, the Pasuk hints that there are two Mahalchim in the Bria. There's Nister and Nigla and one Shaykh Tashem and us. And Rebbe says as follows. Hanistars gives us a little bit of a sense of the division of justice in this world. We have we have a chiv. People complain a lot of times. This one got away with this. This one got away with that. Um, business and effective in dealing with this, with that? The answer is yes. There is a split in the Bria between what is ours and what's Hashem's. The things that have appeared on the surface of the Bria, meaning it was witnessed, it was seen, falls under the domain of human beings to rectify. So if Bezin knows about something, it's up to Bezin to try and to to, to mete out justice to the best of their abilities and so on. Those in Yanim that are behesta belong to Akarishbarku and Akarishbarku will deal with it. That that never was meant to be dealt with Adam. So let's say somebody says, Well what happened if there was no Adim the person gets away with it? No. It moves from the inbox of <coughs> uh, Bezdin, Kalayasol, to the inbox of Akarishbarku. The um, next piece is Rabbi Bahai who has a very, very different understanding um, of the Pasuk of Hanistaris and Aniglois. Um, and this is a fascinating, he quotes a Rambam It's very rare that you get Rishonim quoting, uh, uh, quoting the Rambam, like I heard Bishen the Rambam. Um, and <coughs> but it, it, it does bring a very fascinating pshat. Bishamati Bishem Rambam Zal, says the Rambam is is um, says a pshat hanistoras Hashem alkeni yoimar seides hanistor Torah hanistorim v'tam hamitzvus Hashem yisalamim. There's a seides of Torah nister the tam hamitzvus is Makadosh Baruch Hu. V'miyiske Adam sheyikach oznoi shemitz minhem v'idia shoyes hamitzvus v'tishavu. And even if the person has some sense and understanding of that. That in a way that will excuse him from doing it physically. Um, so he says, He says, the shot itself is extraordinarily right. But he doesn't think it's shot in the Pasik. Let's explain a little bit the Rambam here. Because this is really, really, it, it, it carries so much oymek to it. Let's, let's take an example. Let's say somebody 
who I am beholden to, my employer, uh, my father, uh, my boss of some sort, tells me, I want you to make sure that Ruben does X, Y, or Z. Try maybe inviting for Suda, try yelling at him, try X, try Y, try Z, and so on and so forth. So I go, so, so I've been given an, a, a, a mission to make sure that Ruben does whatever it is. I've been given discretionary power to realize the mission in different ways. And obviously when I'm told to do it either A or B or C, I can do it different ways. And uh, when it's, you know, and, and, and however I do it, if it's done effectively and <coughs> efficiently, um, I get a yashikar for that. Scenario two. My boss tells me, invite Ruvain to a suda and tell him the following. I overheard a conversation. I overheard my boss telling somebody else why he's doing it. I guessed myself. I'm a right person. I figured it out. So I say to myself, no, that's the wrong tactic to go about it. I have a much smarter way to do it, and since the tachlis is for the boss to accomplish so-and-so, so then I will um, do it, and it will be done outside of Yosotov. It will be done even better. The, in that case, if I change, I have done wrong. And even if I am successful, um, my boss, my authority, whoever it might be, would be very right in letting me have it. I was told this and this. If there'll be a problem with it, it's my, the reason was not given to me um, as operating instructions. It, it, I happen to know it. I happen to guess it. But that's not my instructions. And therefore, it should not and it cannot play any role in my execution of whatever the mission is. The, um, the world of Torah and mitzvahs, the world of mitzvahs, have a very specific, they are tzivuyim, first and last. They, that is the mission statement. That's the mission. The mission paper is do this and this and this. It is a possible and somewhat appropriate to try to get an understanding of it. And certainly if a person is over to Sisri Torah, means he gets a very sense of the depth of understanding. Um, but never confuse the understanding to the mission. We're not, uh, only Rav Shimon holds Yudara's time at Ikra, and that's only where the time is in the Pasuk. The timing that we have, <coughs> whether it's the Rishayim, whether it's the Gemara, whether it's the Kabbalah, a wonderful, wonderful timing, and we need to be misamic and misbonein and, and draw a lot of inspiration and feelings and all sorts of good things from it. One thing we can't do is to allow it to affect uh, the mice itself. Um, and that's what the Raman says, the nistoros is la shemalakein, the niglos, the chilek that is given to us, revealed to us, is that ours. We, we're balabatim. In as much, most of the Torah said, get rid of chametz. And let's say you hold Ashbesosa so I could use anything I want. I can put it in the water, I can put it in fire, I can, I can grind it and throw it out, because the Torah said, get rid of it. But if the Torah says Ashbesosa Besreifa, I can't be an Eibachacham and say, well, today we have chemicals that destroy it even better than fire. Um, I, I have to stick, the parameters of, of my mission are as stated in the Torah. Um, I want to add that this was 
very much at the heart of a lot of the machlokas between chassidim and misnagdim. Um, one has to ask himself, the chassidim came along, and even and the Muslim over to that degree, and they sought to bring in inspiration in Maisa Mitzvahs by understanding the timing and the wonderful time of the mitzvahs and other of especially Kabbalah, especially Chesidus, which took its time of mitzvahs from Kabbalah, which should be the truest to, um, to form, to, 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 to tell us time of mitzvahs. So, so why was there so much um, friction? Why were they so opposed to it? And the answer was, and obviously was born out to some degree, Lamaisa, that when people start fixating on the time of mitzvahs, and Adab, if it's Kabbalah, they feel this is Mamish the time, they start um, distorting the Halacha Shabbai, um, whether it's the liberties see them taken, the time of the davening, um, the different performance of Halachas, and so on, where they add Mitzah, the, the, the Teichen, the Kabbalah Shabbai, but detract sometimes Mitzah, the Halacha Shabbai, there was a great cause of consternation. It was felt that it's a mixing up of the two realms of Torah, the Nigla and the Nista. Um, and that's why it, it, and that's why there was a very big payda on, that's why there was upset, there was a feeling that this would eventually, besides being wrong in its own right, it eventually would unhinge everything else. Nefshachayim is, is a big part of it, it's dedicated to that principle of that the chilek that's ours is nigla. The chilek that's nister is Akarish Baruchus. If we're privileged and we're fortunate, we catch a peak in it and we can see it and, and, and gain so much from it, but it's not ever, ever to be used in the realm of the doing. Um, the idea of doing a Kabbalah was something that the Goyen, even though the Goyen was the world's master in Kabbalah, and uh, he, he, I mean, he didn't hesitate sometimes to learn not like the Rizal, but he was, but, but the, he never brought that into the Olam HaMaisa. That mm. was very, very important to keep the two Halakhan of Torah separate. Okay, now we're going to Bechaya's own, uh, own uh, Pshat in Anistar's Anigwes. We talk on the first Anistar's Hashem Alekeinu. Because it says, and the goal is very long, so we, we have 2,000 years worth of very, very clear Gullus. And we have a very vague promise of some case that gets more vague as the time goes on. Lachach Samoch Miyad Vamanestas Hashemakein Kloyma. Ein Lonu Boy Shum Yadir, Kuinya Nistel Hashem Alkein Levader, the Ein Eternal Yadir Adma. Now Niglos on a Venen Kloyma, Shiyu Oisan and Stars Niglos Don of Alena Olemelasis called Diva Terra Zeus. Um Okay, 
ואם זה אנשים יותר גדולים, זה נגשר גולו. ומזה דור של חז"ל, ימי חייך זה עולם הזה ומי חולם הבא. וסורי בן רבי חייס זה פאונק. Two nuances in what he says. First of all, the world of Mashiach and Kate and Geula belongs to a chelikot of Bria that's called Nister. It's not our business. It's not our business to be Oisik and Teirasos of Mashiach. It's not our business to bring Mashiach. It's our business to do what we have to do. We have Tayag Mitzvahs, keeping them. Is what's incumbent on us. Mashiach is incumbent on Kaddish Baruch Hu. Now Kaddish Baruch Hu has, and we are maimin by Munashlema that Kaddish Baruch Hu is bringing it. And the Lashon Chazal by Yisav Atzadik, he's Isaac in Sakat Anisa, he's Isaac in Avela, he's Isaac in this. Bani Isaac lovei Eirus al Mashiach. That's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's business. And therefore, there was also a tremendous um, reluctance to be oisik in any inyanim of Mashiach and so on. To take inyanim of Nister and Fapachkit, Nigladik. So, how long is Mashiach's beard going to be? What color is it going to be? Is it going to come on a Tuesday or Wednesday? You have a spear in Gemaris. Um, Chazal said they'll be this way, that way. We don't know. The Raman, that's what Raman says. In the Raman of Paskins, we don't know. That's a psak. We don't, it says there are many Medrash and many Chazal, we're bewildered as far as that because it doesn't belong to the realm of that. Secondly, and this is a very important Nekuda, um, nothing, Torah is not a sort of preparatory that the Torah we're doing now is because it's pre-Mashiach, but when Mashiach comes, um, it's going to be a different ball game and so on and so forth. What do you mean? This is Torah. Even when it becomes, even when the Mahalach is Mahalach of, of Melech HaMashiach, is what it's about. It'll just enter a phase where it'll be so much deeper, more enriched, with so many more dimensions and colors to it. But it, it's all about Kiyom Teirus, and even when we're going to a period of, 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 of when it'll become Niglois, we will also um, have... This will be the Teichn of Kali Yisrael. Then he says, V'yeshchel es'er b'milas hanisteres shuchosevav, hanisteres k'siv. It says, instead of hanisteres, it's written with Aravav in the k'siv, and t'chosev. V'yirma is ha'kosev al ha'shechina. There's a remez on shechina now. U'mashekro hanisteres l'fishahoyso mistateres b'onon. V'hanisteres mimenu b'zman ha'golo sh'rachavoy, in other words, it's not going only on a tukufa that will be, like the Amen of says, a time of, of when the stars come to but right now there is something behesta that is with us behesta. The chilek, the nekuda nisteris and the bria, is that which is asking, requesting, that there be a um, that to stop the process of geula. Um, I, I want to let's sort of give it a little bit of a tam. Ima- imagine a person has in him some 
a magic person has no talent for music whatsoever. So, and then somebody comes along and teaches him how to play and stuff like that. So, okay, so from that point onwards, he knows how to play an instrument or sing or whatever it is. But let's say a person has some talent. Then we'll keep sort of pushing him. He'll somehow be gravitate towards music, ask people to try out instruments and so on, because that hidden akuda pushes him to try and to get it. So he says um, that the nisteris are the who is the nakuda nisteris now in the Bria, and that's pushing towards Gula. It's as if the Bria itself has a built-in Hester waiting for Gula. And so nisteris is mevakesh at Rav Mashemali Keinu, Shigala Ketanavaneinu. And many psukim that imply that within Elikus itself there's a koyach that is pushing towards that. And we feel it now ourselves. Um, people have a, the idea that humanity has always looked for a utopia of some sort. A sense that things could be bishlemus. Bardas would say a Bardas really should be saying there is nothing in the Bria that is really of any type of value. The Bria is messed up and uh, it has no, uh, you know, it has no tachlis to it. It's all messy and full of problems and that's going anywhere. People had a sense that, no, the Bria should be perfect, can be perfect, would be perfect. this is a piece of P. Kabbalah, really just sort of rams it in. Um, he's saying that there's a Shem that comes over here that is Megala. Um, it, it's a way in which you can ask Hashelah's Cholom. What's relevant for us in this passage of his is as follows. The fact that even when there's Hest upon him, there's still a derech to tap into Elikus. That's an Akuda that, that, that remains it. In other words, it, it, um, it, concurrent with the Matzav of Geula, that is, that it, it, concurrent with a matzah with a nigla, it seems to be all hestaponim and so on, there's an akuda pnimis that is still alive and hankering for something, and there's a way to tap into it through what he calls Shelas Chol. Okay, it's a bit late, we'll hold it here. <laughs>